Hello, hello my friends. I hope that you are well. I hope that you are looking after yourself, feeling good and as aligned as you can be. I'm actually feeling pretty good today. It's a warm, weirdly, and sunny day in February and I am in bed, codependent relationship with bed. And I just felt very called today to really get to the root. You know, with this whole show, I genuinely want to provide a lot of help and value like this is why I started well that's actually a lie I was gonna say this is why I started posting on the internet it's not I started selfishly posting on the internet just as a way of I guess venting but then obviously evolved over the years and here we are now much of what I do post in my little online space is obviously regarding well-being personal development like obviously I do loads of other stupid lifestyle stuff but largely this has all originated from my own personal journey in wellness in health and feeling good and in some of my previous episodes I have spoken about really the desire for that has come from like low self-esteem lack of self-belief so that's all kind of like an undertone for me but obviously then I've always had that craving to like feel healthy on the inside like I have had so many gut issues so many hormone issues mental health issues So there's a deep craving within me to feel well and good. But when my fitness journey, when my wellness journey, whatever you want to call it, begun, I had no idea that those were the reasons why I was doing it and why I was pursuing it. I kind of just assumed, hey, I want to look good. I want to lose some weight, gain some muscle. This is what it is. Let's go for it. So I want to talk a little bit about that. And I want to, as the title explains, talk about my binge eating story, how I healed and all of the other stuff that comes with it. I guess we're going to talk a lot about nutrition, a lot about movement, a lot about healing your relationship to yourself. So yeah, this is going to be an important episode that's very close to my heart and I know will resonate with a lot of people. And I do just want to say, I obviously will be talking about food and binge eating. These can be quite sensitive topics for people because oftentimes these issues can stem from trauma, from emotional turbulence, from from so many things. So yeah, obviously, trigger warning, we will be talking about binge eating. I'm not going to go into like huge depths. I just want to kind of give you a personal perspective, you know, well, both a personal perspective and then also my perspective as a coach now, you know, like I said, I this has evolved for me. I have been in the health and wellness industry for many years now, but primarily I really want to talk about this as corny as it sounds like from my heart because I remember when I was in the thick of it and I was going through this confusing period of you know using food in such a self-destructive way I was so shameful I was full of so much shame I was so embarrassed and it was because no one talked about it and I know now we're in a world where these conversations are happening more and I really appreciate that and I love that and I just kind of want to add to it because I know there are so many people who will see my little posts online be in my online communities and hugely relate to this idea of feeling lost in their nutrition feeling confused about what they should be eating what they should be doing they may be using maladaptive coping coping mechanisms which is ultimately what emotional eating binge eating can be it's obviously a it's a huge topic and 
I also want to preface by saying I am not a binge eating specialist. I am a health and wellness coach. I just have a lot of personal experience in this area. And since studying nutrition further, I understand the complexities of it all a bit a bit more. But yeah, obviously, we just have to get these disclaimers out the way before I dive into it, which I will do now. So like I said, I want to start off with a little bit of setting the scene to perhaps validate you. You can put yourself in my shoes and then I'll dive into how I actually healed and give you some action points so as I sort of insinuated at the start my journey began when I was at uni so this is like over 10 years ago now and it's just a bit of a it just happens doesn't it you know you're getting a bit older you see images in the media you see your friends and you're like okay I want to feel better I want to look better in inverted commas and I'm going to do what the information out there tells me to do which at the time obviously we're talking 10 years ago now why does it age me so much I'm not even old not that there's anything wrong with being old I am pro aging anyway so god my brain is scatty today so started wanted to feel better look better in my eyes looking better at the time obviously meant I fell down this very slippy slope which was I'm gonna lose weight which was ridiculous because my history I am coming from a very I'm very petite as a person so there was no weight that this babe needed to lose at 19 20 years old but unfortunately as many women can relate just due to the you know absolute obsession with diet culture and fat phobia in the world and society that's the decision I came to. So it was a calorie deficit and it was a completely uneducated dive into fitness in inverted commas, which was me going to the gym, me obsessively overanalyzing everything I ate to the point where I would be fearful of carrots and bananas. Absolutely insane to think of, but this is the mindset you can go down. So I very quickly began to unknowingly destroy my relationship to food. Of course, at the time, I didn't know I was destroying my relationship. I didn't even know what a relationship to food was. No one did, really, back then. You just sort of did it. You just sort of saw babes with abs in magazines, online, even at the gym, personal trainers. And you did what they said, which was essentially a calorie deficit. And this crazy thing is, I still go into gyms today and see the same bullshit, which is, if you want to look good, if you want to feel good, you have to lose weight, you have to go in a calorie deficit. The same message still goes out to women, it's just a little bit more insidious. Anyway, so I started on a calorie deficit, but what does a calorie deficit do to a girl who already has low self-esteem, low self-worth, not really any knowledge in nutrition, in training, in her hormones, in her actual health? What does that do? That fucks you up. It fucks you up. Why? because you get sent down a rabbit hole mentally and physically. Now, I, unbeknownst to me at the time, I was dealing with gut issues, hormone issues. I sort of knew, but I sort of didn't. So what happens when you chronically restrict your nutritional intake and you worsen your relationship to food and you get stressed about eating and you begin to make macro-friendly, high-protein, low-sugar, low-fat versions of all of the normal food you love and enjoy? What happens then? I will tell you what happens. If you haven't listened to my episode, is the fitness industry making you sick? and this relates to you, then 
listen to that one next as I kind of dive into that whole area in a little bit more depth. But essentially, what I ended up doing was harming my physical and my mental health because when you are in a state of mind firstly where you're trying to like restrict your food limit your food intake you're fearful of food your body is in a in a state of stress it also becomes all-consuming you know think about your social life how you interact with people what you do on a daily basis it begins to take away from that so that's also adding stress but what a calorie deficit does or a chronic calorie deficit is take away from the nutritional profile of the foods that you're eating. So essentially, you kind of starve yourself and you kind of starve your gut microbiome. And I mean, I was eating really, really low fat. And I I don't know if this is common knowledge now, but just to let you know, as a woman, even as a man, you need to be eating adequate amounts of fat so that your body can absorb the fat-soluble vitamins. So you can support your digestion, your gut lining, your brain health, all of these things are so interconnected as well. So anyway, when you are trying to follow a chronic calorie deficit without much knowledge, without much understanding, you are essentially starving your body. I mean, physically, but also like with nutrients. What happens then is your gut health gets worse. And that is why so many women, unfortunately, end up suffering with worse gut issues when they come out of years of restrictive eating, dieting. And it's I work a lot on this with my clients now and like healing your gut and healing your relationship to food can often come hand in hand. But anyway, so I was getting myself further and further down this rabbit hole, but like not really knowing and not really understanding. And I mean, that's just the physical side of things. But then you add the mental stress and the mental load and the mental whirlwind into that all and you honestly do just have a recipe for disaster and again obviously I can look back hindsight now and be like oh my god but at the time I didn't really understand what was happening so you'll probably have heard the phrase relationship to food I've said it multiple times right but when you are in a state of chronic restriction and you have low self-esteem and you are absolutely utterly convinced that when you get a bigger bum and you have more defined abs you you're essentially telling yourself right as soon as you achieve a certain look the pearly gates to heaven will open and every single thing you want in life and you want to feel in life will happen to you for many of us who have experienced achieving inadverted commas a physique goal or even just any goal in life right that sort of weird pedestal we put goals on we achieve it and we end up feeling the same like nothing changes (laughs) literally nothing changes yeah we are just we are still so set on and so convinced that it will like that looking a certain way will make us feel better obviously now again with hindsight I can tell you that categorically is not true confidence the way you feel about yourself the way you the relationships you have the way you present yourself the things you do in life that all comes from within but at the time when you fall down this pattern of like calorie deficit when I look a certain way I'm going to feel xyz that's when you can kind of mentally f yourself up and I guess disconnect from yourself even more and just drive further and further away from your values how you want to feel and it's all very ironic and sad it's ironic and sad and honestly a total misjustice and just shame because we are sold diets and we are sold training plans and calorie deficits and micromanagement of your food and xyz as a means to increase our self-worth and increase our self-confidence yet when we fall down those paths and we attempt 
to do these things, it ends up doing the complete opposite. So yeah, the mental side of that whole journey for me at that time was also a lot. So I was chronically restricting and sort of hoping I would feel better, look better. Those feelings never came. And then what happened was as time progressed, I could no longer sustain a calorie deficit because you can't because calorie deficit shouldn't be a long-term chronic thing. This is actually not good for your body physically, but of course mentally too. When your body's in a calorie deficit, it will fight tooth and nail to not be in a calorie deficit. Ultimately, our bodies, we're animals. We're wired to survive. Survive and not thrive, really. So there are a lot of processes which go on in our body hormonally, which are there to support us, keep us alive, keep us from going into famine. And essentially, when you're in a calorie deficit, chronic calorie deficit, like long term or trying to be, uh, your body, yeah, your body will fight against that. It doesn't necessarily like it. You know, there's no part of our evolution where we have or part of our body's survival mechanisms, which is like, yes, slay, baby, you've got abs. And like, you can see the little, the little line in between your legs, like slay. That's what we're aiming. Your body's not aiming for that. That comes from society. That comes from all of these external things. Internally, our body just wants to have optimally functioning digestion and hormones and a good brain and like a regulated nervous system, really. That's what our body wants. So anyway, your body will fight against it. What happens when your body fights against it is you get a lot of mental pushback as well and obviously like physical symptoms. So what I began to experience was an inability to micromanage my food the same level anymore. I couldn't just eat the small amounts I was eating anymore. I had these intense, intense, uncontrollable urges to completely go off the rails at any mental chance I could. So for example, I would try and restrict in the day or eat in inverted commas a good amount of food or good food in the day. Obviously, by the end of the day, what would happen? I was so mentally and physically worn out. My sort of barriers came down and these urges, almost primitive urges would come out and I would be like, okay, time to fuel, time to like eat now. And it would always start with good intentions for me. It would always be like, okay, I'm just going to have like an extra bowl of cereal because I'm feeling quite hungry tonight. And then you would kind of just, the way human nature works, I just want to validate anyone who has ever experienced this sort of like loss of control around food. Like your biological, like your body is working, your body and your brain are sort of working against each other here. So you're not a total like, because when I was experiencing this where I'd have loss of control around food, I just felt so shameful. And I told myself the worst stories I possibly could. I'd be like, Emma, you have no discipline. Like, it's disgusting. I can't believe like you self-sabotaging so much with food. Like the stories I was telling myself were insane. And again, with hindsight, now I can look back and be like, well, no wonder I spent so long in these vicious cycles. The The narrative in my head was so sad. Obviously, hindsight is a wonderful thing. Anyway, so what would happen? I'd lose control around food. I would end up eating crazy amounts of food because I was so burnt out. I was telling myself terrible things. My self-esteem was at an all-time low. And then the next day, I would wake up and I would be like, okay, how am I going to rectify this? I'm going to restrict my food intake today. And I'm actually going to skip breakfast and lunch. And then I'll just have a healthy dinner. And then I'll have a tea. Then I'll go to bed. And then I'll just be a healthy fit babe in the morning and go and train abs. Listeners, did that ever happen? 
that never ever happened because I would skip breakfast I would skip lunch and then I would get to dinner and I would be so hungry because god my brain was going at 100 miles per hour I was still working out my body was physically like babe what the fuck is happening (laughs) like all over the place my hormones were like twirling around dancing there was my nervous system was regulated it was all a bit of a mess so obviously I would just end up binging overeating feeling even worse and obviously emotionally and physically it is a lot and when you are on a personal journey of trying to better yourself you yeah you just seem to be self-sabotaging with food with certain behaviors with your thought processes like it's so demoralizing because I was like I didn't ever feel like I identified as someone who was like that like previously when I started my fitness journey in inverted commas I genuinely did just think like in my young naive mind I was like oh I'm just gonna get abs and I'm just gonna like be a bit healthier I'm just gonna but I didn't really know the deep rooted sort of thoughts and low self-esteem I had within myself that made me so vulnerable to slip into this headspace and yeah it just left me feeling very emotionally turbulent so then what happened was I got stuck in this binge and restrict cycle for a very long time not understanding why I had no understanding of why I didn't know that restricting my food the next day or for the for that week or telling myself these awful things about myself was actually perpetuating the cycle otherwise ideally I would have stopped a lot sooner I also didn't understand how much my emotional state had to do with it and I didn't know that my sort of emotional I wasn't able to emotionally regulate myself very well and so much of my emotional eating did come from stress and my view of myself I didn't understand that I had a poor relationship to myself didn't understand that I had a poor relationship to food so anyway this happened and carried on for a very long time then and obviously I knew it was bad but I didn't know really what was happening to me and it was only when I began to gain weight that I didn't recognize myself and I didn't like it set off alarm bells for me which is honestly like really sad that it was only until my external body changed that it like shook me and I I was like Emma maybe maybe this is not good maybe this is not healthful maybe this is not the route that we the path that we need to be on because yeah I started to gain like physical weight which is normal as well when when you get older you know I was in my mid-20s by this point like that is obviously a normal part of life but what was happening was I also started getting really, really bad physical symptoms as well. My gut and my digestion flared more than it had ever done in my life. I was constantly bloated to the point where if I was standing on the tube with like a crop top on, someone would genuinely offer me a seat because I, from morning until evening, I was like so, my gut was distended. My stomach was so painful there was so many embarrassing symptoms also that came with that and I started experiencing new symptoms. I My periods were completely out of sync. I started to get really bad skin flares. I have rosacea and I've always had problematic skin but I essentially somehow made that worse and then had to go on Uracutane which sorry for another time but did help. Anyway skin worsening I started getting eczema all over my eyes and all over my neck and my arms that was really new for me but I started getting these rashes all over my body which now I obviously know is due to sort of inflammation and autoimmune issues but yeah I eventually went to the doctors as well got 
diagnosed with hypothyroid which was a really weird situation for me because as a young woman I was like is is that the hypothyroidism I was like that is that's the thyroid issue that men get like when they're older right and I was just I was having an existential crisis I was just like what on earth like is happening here and also at the time my mental health obviously again with hindsight I understand why but obviously deteriorated very very badly and this was because of the physical symptoms you know your gut health and your brain health are intrinsically linked and um but also like the mental stress and the mental load of it the sort of like confusion stress everything I was just in a little bit of a mess a big bit of a mess like physically and mentally with myself and it just wasn't very nice and as I said it was only as I began to see my external body change and like really not relate to myself anymore that I said to myself okay you have to stop now Emma like whatever we are doing here this whole excessive training because that's also what I did as well like as I was in these food cycles and like self-sabotage cycles I would try and rectify it all by going to the gym and training really intensely in the gym because I was just in 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 that gym world that fitness world where I was like okay you have to lift weights like that's how all of the babes are looking fit and lean and slim like and they're all like building their asses and looking chic and cool and so I just have to lift so I was lifting like six days a week again unbeknownst to myself making my stress worse inflammation worse I wasn't recovering because what happens when you are in these binge eating and emotional eating cycles and you have a poor relationship to food is you tend to overload and process food like ultra processed foods so your day may you know look relatively normal maybe you know avo on toast or some cereal or oats whatever try and have a nice light salad for dinner some whatever and then you would get to these periods if you are in a binge eating cycle or emotional eating cycle and your body obviously craves like salt and sugar and super tasty like dopamine inducing foods which tend to be ultra processed now what happens when you eat tons and tons of ultra processed inflammatory foods in one go it's not very good for you physically and mentally let me tell you that and that is why I ended up worsening my gut health and my hormone health I was experiencing all of these really unpleasant symptoms because I was just honestly overloading my body with ultra processed foods now that's not to say again like I'm a coach who believes all foods fit food freedom all the way intuitive eating like I still consider bread and pizza as one of my favorite all-time foods but in of course balance and alongside a healthful and nutritious diet and when you're in binge and emotional eating cycles and you have a poor relationship to food the onus is not placed on nutritionally dense food nutritionally dense food it's not unfortunately your brain is in this state where you are craving dopamine you are craving like release you are trying to process your emotions through food and you are trying to refuel your body with the most calorie dense foods you can so that is why we tend to reach for salty sugary ultra processed foods when we are in these sort of emotional eating cycles because who wants to binge eat celery doesn't have the same effect so anyway I started getting these symptoms. Now, it was ironic because I was actually a personal trainer in central London at the time. Now, as I said, I've been in this industry for a very long time, even whilst I've been on this personal journey. 
And I was actually enjoying training clients in person. I was at a studio. I really loved all of the girls who I trained. I had great relationships with them and we did some amazing work together. But I just, at the time, I had no idea of how holistically connected the body was and the sort of, I had no idea about like emotional regulation, about my nervous system. I had no idea about having a good relationship to food, really. I had no idea about the other aspects of health, you know, that impacted the way I behaved and the way that anyone would behave so I was a good trainer and we were like lifting heavy doing all this stuff but it was only honestly at this time when my health my actual physical health got so bad that I was like wow like lifting weights doing what like this is not this is not it we need we need to readjust we need to reassess so that I had a mild existential crisis which I tend to do every like you know three to six months anyway but this one was really bad so I had to go to the doctors. They were like, you've got hypothyroid. You're right on the cusp. We're not going to give you medication right now, but come back to us. So I was like, at this point, researching more about nutrition. I think this is when I decided I was going to go and study nutrition further because I was like, obviously this isn't working. And at the time, this is when there was a lot more people coming out talking about your relationship to food and how diets didn't work in the long term. And I remember being very intrigued by this whole movement that was happening and I was like wait I relate so 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 much to that and eventually fell down that path and I was like wow okay this is what we need to do to get out of this let me see if it will actually work because I didn't I didn't think it would actually work I was so so stuck in this really scarcity fearful mindset around food I just I had no belief in myself I was so mentally and physically drained but I thought you know what it's do or die at this point it honestly was like do or die at this point um so I was like let's give it a shot and this is what I did and this is what I want to outline to you now because I obviously messed up so many times along the way and looking back at my journey now I'm like oh if only I had known then what I know now if only I could just interject at this one point and be like Emma just slightly change your perspective here do this instead and like god I would have saved myself so many years of like mental and physical pain but that's why the the beauty of podcasts and of social media and of coaching and of support is so wonderful because look you can learn from past mistakes so let me try and give you some kind of structure and methodical pointers because although my story happened a few years ago now this is very rife like it's not unusual to have a poor relationship to food it is not unusual to be in a headspace of lack to be fearful of foods to still follow food rules and be entrenched in this kind of diet culture mentality because I mean so many reasons the society and the world we live in right but there is such an onus still in the wellness and fitness industry placed on our bodies the way we look is essentially like the be all and end all and again like if you didn't listen to my fitness the fitness industry is a piece of shit episode essentially um if you didn't listen to that then I'll briefly reiterate that essentially and mainly for women but also for guys as well like these mentalities are still really common and it's still very easy to fall into the trap that restricting your food intake or micromanaging the way you look is the way to feel better about yourself and it's the way to have self-confidence and achieve what you want in life and it's a really slippy slope to go down you know and it you're kind of like one person following one person one wrong person away from potentially engaging in like really unhealthy and toxic habits and I just think that the fitness and the wellness and nutrition world can be 
and still is a very tricky place to navigate. So let me give you some pointers on what to do and what not to do. First and foremost, if you are engaging in a lot of emotional and binge eating, you need to recognize that there are different there are lots of different reasons as to why. You know, it's very complicated, it's very complex. But just be aware that it may be due to physical restriction, like physical restriction of food or even like overexercising, you know. Um, but it is also often to do with our emotional states and our coping mechanisms, our stress levels and our ability to emotionally regulate. And depends on the tools that we have available to us because often what we are doing with emotional and binge eating is trying to suppress an emotion because who the fuck wants to feel negative emotions and when you're in a state of low self-esteem low self-worth or low confidence which I know I keep mentioning but honestly this is a reason that a lot of people do get into like self-betterment I guess sometimes but when we're in these states we don't want to feel that we don't want to feel that we have low self-worth or low self-confidence and food is an instant dopamine hit like I've said it gives us serotonin it tastes good it's manufactured to taste good it gives us instant happies and I still obviously enjoy eating for pleasure that is that is such a valuable thing to be able to do but when it is your only coping mechanism when it is your only way of trying to get through an emotional state that you may not even be aware of it's not very healthy in the long term, especially if it's causing you like physical or mental distress. So just be aware that the root cause for these kind of eating coping mechanisms, maybe binge eating cycles is complex and there are many different reasons for it. And it is really essential and worth saying right now that if you think you're dealing with binge eating disorder, which is very different to like sporadic binge eating due to like food restriction, honestly, if you think you are dealing with a disorder here, I really encourage you and honestly urge you to reach out to your healthcare professional. I know that sounds like generic advice, but and scary because who wants to talk about this stuff to anyone really but there are genuinely trained professionals if you are dealing with a disorder that are there it's their job to like actually help you and guide you you can pick up the phone you can talk to your gp i know sometimes in the uk it can feel very stressful and overwhelming but if you think you're dealing with a disorder it's so worth saying you need to seek professional and supportive advice even reaching out to like family friends is an amazing first step but yes as I was saying, there were many reasons for why you may be engaging in overeating habits or have a poor relationship to food. And that's going to depend on person to person. Now, I wouldn't be able to get through an episode or anything without recommending writing. Please journal if you can. Please, if you are not going to go down a therapy route, because obviously not everyone can, or you're not going to go down a coaching route, then try and write. Try and dive into your inner psych and be like where are these thoughts around food stemming from do I think or what sort of emotions do I think I may be repressing right now like try and assess like how you're feeling deep down and have these conversations with yourself because it's really easy to bumble through life and not question anything not pause not reflect so I just think reflection can be an incredibly beneficial tool 
Because once you understand where this coping mechanism has come from or how it is serving you, because that's the thing, it is serving you in some way, then you can begin to unpick it and replace it and replace it with new habits and new thoughts and new patterns. So write, or if you don't want to write, just try and do some like internal reflection. As I said, you can do that with a coach. You can do it with yourself. You can talk to a friend. Maybe even just having like insightful and open conversations with someone can really help you like be aware of how you're feeling like what emotions are you suppressing how do you truly feel deep down because we go through life and we don't ask ourselves these questions so it can definitely feel weird at the start but i promise you if your emotional eating or your nutrition habits or your fitness or wellness habits are stemming from some kind of confidence or something to do with your relationship to yourself or any kind of stress in your life pausing reflecting and assessing will really help you move forward in like a productive way because it's going to be so unique for everyone you know like I said obviously a lot of binge and overeating comes from physical restriction with food but so much of it comes from our stress and our emotions so do try and look in that area if you can and then we are also going to want to look at how you're feeling yourself what is your thought patterns around food and what is your narrative around food because if you have a really bad relationship to food that being if you see food as good and bad if you have an all or nothing mentality you're you're not setting yourself up for success flexibility for self-compassion which is really needed when you are in a healthful healthy place so look at your relationship to food what's your language like around food do you have food rules that you're still adhering to because what you're going to need to do is to try and better this and again this is going to take a little bit of time but time passes anyway and it's a journey 100% worth doing if you want to get out of these cycles so try and be more relaxed around food work on your relationship to food and work on honestly believing and telling yourself every single day that there is another way to live like you don't have to restrict or micromanage your food you don't have to obsess over every single thing that enters your mouth if you try and operate instead from a place of gratitude and of a place from a place of nourishment and love and care and I know that that is a lot easier said than done but genuinely operating from a higher level from a more caring level with yourself will make this journey so much easier and you can begin to therefore change your choices and ask yourself reflective questions like why am I doing this how is this helping me how is this serving me is this going to serve me because ultimately that's what is going to help you change your behavior because often when we get into these cycles it can then become habit as well so yeah look at your relationship to food how is that what are the stories you're telling yourself around nutrition are you telling yourself that you have to count calories in order to be fit and healthy because that's not true i promise you that's not true so look at ways you can begin to nourish yourself look at ways you can begin to support yourself in like a really caring way can you begin to add in more color to your diet more fiber to your diet more protein to your diet but also nourish yourself mentally as well like enjoy donuts with your friends enjoy pizza with your friends reaffirm to yourself that these foods are valid because there are so many different wonderful reasons to eat beyond like nutrition obviously nutrition is a huge one and we want to nourish our bodies but there are other reasons to eat socializing like culture there are so many reasons so that's also where you need to look and then i would say you need to focus on action as much as you can because obviously all this introspection work is amazing but you need to prove to yourself you need to find evidence that this new these new habits these new thoughts that they're all valid and they all work so try and surround yourself and consume content 
on this uh, around this area like only follow people who inspire you who model a behavior that you want because I know it's easy to fall into the comparison trap and so many of us consume so much media celebrities influencers everything like this so look in this area as well like are you consuming content that is going to support this way of living that that you want like are you looking at people who are modeling healthful behaviors healthful relationships to food healthy relationships to exercise and then you need to ask yourself how are you modeling that to yourself because oftentimes when we become aware of these patterns we know what we need to do to get out of them it can just be very hard to I guess have the accountability give give ourselves the accountability so you need to force yourself and have the discipline there to provide yourself with new evidence with evidence that you can be more free around food with evidence that you don't need to restrict your food if you've overeaten like your body has such clever and intricate processes in place to process food we're supposed to eat so you need to begin to slowly challenge and provide action and evidence that you can eat and you can still thrive and it's a lot easier said than done but I promise you this is what I do with my clients I'm like okay set yourself mini challenges like indulge in something that you really like you know on a Tuesday go and get a croissant and then affirm to yourself that this is fine your body knows what to do with the food you are relaxed because what you want to do is really channel that energy of relaxation of gratitude and of excitement for life and so practically this means you do have to stop the cycle because nothing changes if nothing changes so if you do happen to overeat or you do happen to binge or you do happen to notice that your relationship to food is falling to the wayside again what is going to be best is for you to actively interject with yourself and say no we're not doing this anymore For example, if you have an overeating session at night, wake up the next morning, take a deep breath, glass of water and have a nourishing breakfast. You have to break the cycle to get out of these things. And it's really true for, for anything in life. Nothing changes if nothing changes. So if you really want to get to a healthful place with nutrition, with your fitness journey, with wellness, you have to keep repeating these these words to yourself. And honestly, continually reminding yourself there is an alternative way. And when I said like try and model your behavior off healthful influences, like I genuinely mean that. Like there are so many amazing people online and I'm sure you can think of in your life who hopefully will show you that there is an alternative approach to calorie counting, to food restriction, to obsessive exercising. So try and latch onto and hold onto and take these people as inspiration. I mean, even on my accounts, I do try and still uphold and show you guys these things. And like, I love sharing client check-ins because I'm like, it's so amazing that like, I love sharing client wins because it just reminds people that there is there is healing to be done still like everyone can do it because as you heard me say earlier I had no faith in myself that getting out of that crazy toxic all-consuming cycle with food and fitness I just didn't think it was possible I genuinely thought I would have to try and diet forever and ever and ever and I just thought that I just wasn't trying hard enough I was convincing myself I was like babe no you're just not trying hard enough you're not disciplined enough little did I know that it just took some reframing taking my foot off the pedal and doing some introspective work to 
begin to shift, change, heal, grow. And now obviously I'm in a space where my gut health is so much better. My hormones are so much better. My body has completely changed again. And I just feel very grateful and fit and alive. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that is a little bit on my story and my history. I actually didn't really want to ramble too much about myself, but I guess having the context there can really, really help because you can understand like where I'm coming from, why I do what I do now as well, why I share what I share online, why I love having conversations with people. And yeah, I just want to validate you. Like it's fucking hard. It's so hard. And the thing is with this whole food, nutrition, fitness, wellness, like it's everywhere. It's life. Like everyone wants to be well. Everyone wants to feel healthy and fit and confident mostly. So it can be very hard when it's very noisy out there and you've got a lot of conflicting thoughts. And yeah, I just wanted to put this out there to validate anyone. You know, you don't need to feel shame when you're in a negative cycle with food or with exercise or you have a really unhelpful coping mechanism you don't need to feel shame for that because ultimately you're just trying to do what feels good for you at the time and you just may not have the correct tools or you may not have all the right knowledge that you need right now but you are trying and even if you've got this far and this is related to you like it's an amazing step and I hope that some of the words and pointers that I have explained to you have provided you a little bit of guidance and a nudge in the right direction validation I keep saying that but I just love when I feel validated and comforted so yes thank you so much for listening I'll wrap this up now wishing you a very lovely gorgeous healthful happy rest of your day or evening whenever you hear this and if this does relate to you and you want to go further into it I keep mentioning I do have my coaching page as well flourish by emma if there is anything you want to go further in i have loads of posts on there and i obviously have a new intake of coaching spaces every single month so you are very free to book in a free consultation call with me i always offer those or chat to me in the dms where we can kind of chat about how you're feeling where you're at um my coaching is very holistic and well-rounded it is online but i pride myself on the education on the weekly challenges we do and um oh god all of the my clients are all amazing honestly it's a great process it's great fun but yeah if you want to check me out over there please do or obviously on my main page emma louise i'm always open for a chat so i will love you and leave you and stay happy and healthy okay bye